This is the Greyhorn Pagans Podcast. A podcast hosted and produced by the tribe of the Greyhorn Pagans, the frontrunners in the Pagan Revival. On this podcast, we discuss all matters paganism, witchcraft, mysticism, and mythology. We thank you all for joining us once more, and welcome to the Greyhorn Pagans Podcast. And we are live. We are back on the Greyhorn Pagans podcast. Welcome, welcome everyone. Uh, I know it has been a while since uh, since I've been on the show, since I've been on the podcast. But uh, you know, life happens when you uh, you make other plans, and life has gotten me crazy busy. Uh, so my guest for today is Thomas Worm. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Worm. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you are into natural medicine, alternative healing, energy, healing, and all of that, um, which is like so important nowadays and of course you know with the greyhound pagans right up our alley um i can just name so many people right away who have had experiences with you know big pharma um who you know were less than than lucky with it were less unfortunate with it so um yeah, welcome on the show and for everybody watching, for everybody listening, let's get it. Uh, let's get this off right away. Please do share, like, subscribe, uh, leave something nice in the comments, in the live chat. If you're listening to this on the podcasting platforms, give us that five star rating. It really does help. Uh, buy my book. It is still available. It is still out and will be out forever. I am writing part two, but like I said, life's gotten us busy. So uh, with that out of the way, Thomas, thank you so much for coming on. I know we've had to uh, reschedule a few times because, uh, you know, you have a life too, of course. So welcome. Introduce yourself. What is, what's yeah. your... Thank What's your you. thing? What do you do besides, you know, the obvious medicine stuff? Yeah, thank you so much for uh, having me on the show. So excited to be here. And thank you for rescheduling me. You know, life happens and here we are. So, uh, you know, the biggest thing is that I came from uh, wildland firefighting, actually. So I was a firefighter in the field, in the mountains, um, chainsaws, helicopters, all that kind of stuff for 15 years. So I'm wow. not a doctor. I'm not any of those things. I really came from a natural um, upbringing of just going through my own traumas and healing and learning to like, you know, I went through my own healing crisis, uh, my own uh, journey through PTSD and you know, because that wild and firefighting life is, 
you know, you lose people, there's trees coming at you, there's burnovers. I mean, it is very dangerous. And so, uh, you know, I lost people and I had to go through that journey and that healing process started with a pretty big out of body experience that kind of, that blew everything apart. And then I, I, I couldn't really, it was hard for me to be in touch with reality, honestly, like it was such a powerful out of body experience. And I'm sure we'll talk about that in more depth. Um, but then I started with acupuncture to get rebalanced. And that's, that's when I started to really get turned on to, to uh, more of natural medicine. And what I can say is by the end of my career, what really started happening to me was all of a sudden I was speaking to the fire. I was speaking to the trees. I was using oh. the hawks or the eagles to see the landscape and know what to do as a firefighter. I could tap into the air and see, um, like, what's the weather going to be? Where can we go and be safe this afternoon when the fire blows out? So it began to be nature started speaking to me, um, which was very, you know, as a firefighter um, coming from a place of, you know, ultra masculine kind of environment, it was like, oh, I can't even talk about this. This is too weird. Right. <laughs> um, but it's really led me down a path where now I'm, I'm helping others heal through alternative healing through hypnosis through um you know we can talk about mental emotion release and also the healing with elements and really bringing in the elements to heal heal the body so i'm i'll pause there and i'm sure there's a few questions that we can go down and, and go deeper on yeah yeah sure i mean so you uh develop those senses by just being in nature like having to work with nature collaborate with nature seeing all the well the beauty and the danger i imagine as a as a firefighter yeah absolutely and it's it's kind of like you you're in this state where you're kind of in a professional athlete or flow state consistently mm. and also you're at this level of you know when you're when you're around these like 300 foot flames or around these major pushes of fire it's like there's an energy and it's just it's almost like you're you're seeing nature at its like highest level of of manifestation almost it's like really yeah. it's like being in the middle of a hurricane right very similar so you're you're at this the vibrations and the energy is so high especially with the fire element right so it just pushes your your consciousness as well as, you know, I'm sure uh, a lot of the pagans here have used fire to like transform or to um, dissolve baggage or some, something like that. And so I think that's a lot of what happened to me as well is just being around the fire, like really started dissolving things, my energy field. It's kind of like you're a phoenix and you're being born again. That's why I chose the name Fire Fae because my element is fire so i totally understand what you're saying yeah reborn out oh of, that's so beautiful reborn yes. out of the flames i mean that's it's really appropriate and it's like also it's like flame gazing uh especially done with mm -hmm. like candles for example is a really uh really powerful way of meditating just you know gazing mm -hmm. into the like literally gazing into the, the yeah. fire and mm -hmm. Like fire is just it's one of those elements that it is so incredibly destructive 
like it destroys everything but at the same time especially in you know forests or the, the larger woodland areas it leaves incredibly fertile ground as well in its path well, so. did you actually know that i know probably thomas can back me up on this but there are some plants and some shrubbery and some flowers that are actually born when the earth is burned because that's the only time that the seed can be burst open and able to grow is when there's a fire really? yeah absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely the uh, lodgepole pine out west is exactly like that <clears throat> excuse me the uh cones don't actually open up until fires on the ground and so they don't really um like you said they don't reproduce or they don't actually come back until there's fire so there's so many species like that and of course the elk and deer that was like the main thing we did with prescribed fires elk habitat uh grizzly habitat like those kinds of things it's just a powerful way i connected to the land for so long and it's true because there's even like flowers that you know with the fires here where i'm at in the middle of the states um i remember when the fires hit there was some flowers that we haven't seen in part of the areas that burned and we're just like what in the world is this <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of prairie flowers out here but there's some that were just like what is this because we've never seen yeah. it yeah and i think that's what's so beautiful about this this seven ways to medicine is really like tapping into these elements and uh you know the seven ways is really like the the four the four main elements and also the spirit element but also mm -hmm. father sky and mother earth in the center and so to me the fire really there's starts a reason with... why i needed to be here <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and so the the fire to me is really like the east and that would be different for oh so we're touching on native american stuff and it pauses interesting yeah oh uh, that's mm -hmm. yeah okay we're back yeah. Okay. Our show does this once in a while where we hit something on the head and <laughs> our technology goes down. Yeah, our tech Yeah, that happens are, around uh, me sometimes, so. Yeah, yeah. it's our, our tech overlords basically telling us, uh, no, this, no, this. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, my kitty co-host is loving the energy over here. She is going crazy. She is rubbing all over me, purring. So we are in good company. Good. I love good. that. Yeah. So uh, seven ways to medicine you. Um, how did you like come to that? Because and it, it's, it yeah. always seems to be seven as well. I mean, you know, of course, with the being the divine number and all, but yeah. And what exactly are the seven ways to medicine because yeah i mean just you know taking taking pills taking powders and whatever like it's yeah. it's one way but not the right way i uh, i imagine yeah and so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about the story first and i'll go deeper into it uh 
So I yeah. do work in Mexico. I do work in Mexico with uh, Lakota elder lineage holder and uh, Toltec uh, shaman. And we we run retreats down there. And so we were, we were wrapping up a retreat. And I would say I call her my grandmother. She's not my blood grandmother, but the Lakota elder that I work with, she was um, opening up a sweat lodge. And she used this um, the sacred seven directional prayer. So she's you know using tobacco and she's calling to the east and she's calling to each direction and she's calling to father sky and <laughs> and it's like a lightning bolt hit me and like i had a total vision of oh my god this is not like just a prayer this is not just um these sacred directions like this is a spiritual path and it, the vision was so powerful. It just showed me like, this is kind of a fractal or it's something you're going to go through over and over in your life, but you can call upon, maybe I need to be working in the East today. Maybe I need to be working in the South today with the air mm -hmm. or the North and do more grounding work. Or maybe I need to go into the spirit realm and do some work. Or maybe I need to come down to mother earth and actually ground and be taking action in my physical body. Right. And so I had this vision and I, I, I asked my, my grandmother later, uh, maybe a couple months later, like I, I had this vision. I have to write about this. Like this is, and she was of course, super supportive. She actually wrote the forward um, to my new book. It's seven ways to medicine. And so when people hear the word medicine, it's so they automatically will think of pills, powders, pharmacies, or plant medicines like ayahuasca, psilocybin. Most people are that. My goal with this book is that all of those are important, but that the that the medicine is really this, it's a lesson that unlocks your soul development or something. Mm -hmm. There's a lesson, a learning that gives you a healing. And actually medicine is everywhere. Everything is medicine. So it's not just seven ways to medicine. It's like everything is medicine. Um, especially in nature, like just a hawk flying by or just the sound of the river or just sitting with the trees. These things are actually just as powerful as taking some pharmaceutical pill. Um, so it's really about everything is medicine, including, you know, the plant medicines, including the herbal remedies, including whatever it is you need to heal, but it's finding your medicine that's so important. And I completely agree with sitting with the trees because trees are messengers. And that's why even though Fox and I are at a huge distance right now, I speak secrets of how much I love him and I miss him. And, you know, then later on he talks about how he felt the wind through his hair. And it's like, that was me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So. And I, and I, I think something that really taught me, this idea at such a high level was, uh, you know, I do some work in Hawaii and I'm part of a lineage that, that works with energy over there. And this idea of as above, so below. And when we can become like you're saying the tree or we can become the air and understand that when we start working with the air inside of us, like we can actually affect the elements around us. We can change the weather. Actually, we can send messages across the world. Like, absolutely. We can heal our bodies too. And that's what's so interesting, too, is like with Fox, if I'm like, we need rain, we need rain desperately. Mm -hmm. And it could be horrible weather in the Netherlands. 
And I'm like, babe, we need rain. Like, <laughs> desperately yeah. need rain. Not even like an hour later. He's like, did you get it yet? <laughs> <laughs> so right. we, we do little things like that with each other all the time. So yeah. I love yeah. this kind of medicine because yeah. I am Native American. So I love this kind of medicine. But imagine mm. if we can like apply this on a a greater scale, like not just mm -hmm. one to another, even with the you know the incredibly deep energetic connection that we have. Like we could honestly, in in my opinion, like we could change the world. We could literally change. The, I mean, no, you it, can it, change the world. You have to change your wording, there, darling. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, speaking of the Native Americans, like they had a rain dance, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's isn't that yep. like what we always see in? They had you know, the sweetheart dance too. The they also what? had a yeah. sweetheart dance. The sweetheart dance is basically when singles of the tribe would come together. It's kind of like a community thing, and then they would dance. And there was a lot of prospect of marriages come out of that sweetheart dance mm -hmm. it's kind of like the sadie hawkins dance or it's kind of like the valentine's day stuff where it's all mushy and stuff but it's basically just bringing the singles together and it's beautiful to watch the sweetheart dance is so beautiful so so that's very energetic as well that's really mm -hmm. portraying it's it outwards yeah. you can yeah you can do so much with it you can yeah and, that's and what I love it about makes it. it makes me think of uh lynn mctaggart's work with the power of eight and also the uh her intention experiments you know they did a they did a meditation experiment over washington uh, washington dc in the states to lower the crime rate and I, I can't remember how many people there were. I think there was like 15 or 20 like really strong meditators. And sure enough, the statistics came in. Like they lowered the crime rate in Washington, D.C. over a certain period of time just from doing a meditation on that. And there's so much. She's done that across the world, like all over. She's done these experiments where groups of people come in and just pray or they have an intention or they do a meditation and they change something. Um, you know, I think it comes back to the Native American tradition of, especially if somebody's sick in the tribe, there's mm -hmm. usually a prayer circle, or maybe they'll bury them in rocks. And it's like singing these sacred songs for days and days with that one person. It all comes down to um, the intention, right? And I think that's that's something that this book and what I'm so, what's so important is that we come to this through prayer actually in a lot of ways because um like firefay just said like we got to watch our words because everything we say is a prayer everything and so mm -hmm. when we can call to these elements and call to these sacred seven directions and and ask for what we need and a blessing and that it's already happened there's some that's, power there's a lot of power yeah that's why when you and i are doing our rituals honey i ask for mother's mother earth father sky grandmother moon grandfather son spirit and then the other directions to come into our circle and to join us because to me 
it's more powerful because it's like connecting your stuff with the Norse gods and then it's connecting my Native American ancestry and it's bringing the two together and in a way it's making it stronger and more potent and that's why when you and I are done you say hail the gods and I say a whole because it's combining those two energies yeah that's beautiful that's amazing and thomas coming from a like a firefighting background into now you know natural healing and all of that um are you in contact with any of your like former colleagues or or and like how do they how do they think about it? Because I can imagine, you know, like you said, firefighter and all that, you know, like yeah. this big, burly, manly world. And mm. all of a sudden you go, you know, you go soft and you go into this this medicine and spiritual stuff. And mm -hmm. it's really opposites, like opposite sides of, you know, society. One is really, you know, manly having to channel your you know that that masculine energy to you know fight nature really and now yeah. you have yeah embraced it and you're using it for you know prosperity and health and all of that so mm. how how did that switch go and like i'm just so curious because it's so like opposite from each other absolutely i would say uh, one, I, I do, I work with a lot of firefighter healing. Uh, I work with a lot of firefighters and PTSD. That's a lot of my clientele. Mm. And I will say a lot of them, they'll come to me and say, this is what's going on with me. And a lot of times when I'm doing these, these client kind of intakes, I'm like, okay, do you, do you want therapy or do you want a ceremony? Cause I'm going to come out very differently, whichever you're open to. Um, and, and not that it's going to be a different service. It's just, I'm going to have a different flavor, I guess you will. Um, so I would say a lot of times people are just over, I would say mostly think I'm just a weirdo, which is great. And the people that come to me that really need help, they're like, I don't know. I've tried everything. I've been to therapy. I tried all these, you know, medications I've done this, I've done that. Like I want the weird stuff. So, because they know I get results, <laughs> you know, they know that um, my clients have healings and that they progress and they, 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 they come through. And I think something that is happening, and I think I was part of the movement, um, is that the firefighters are... And I would say the other piece of this is that if we kind of look at more of an ancestral, like firefighting doesn't really make sense. You know, if we look at the, the Native Americans and what they would do, they usually had, um, and please correct me, Firefate, if you know better than me. I, my understanding is that there's usually a firekeeper and not so much mm -hmm. in ceremony, but more in like, like hunting. So they would there hunt is... an area and yeah and as they're leaving that area for the season the firekeeper would come right behind everybody and burn off that land and they would carry so it was like, like a they control call them fire carriers. burn yes it was right. like a 
controlled right. burn. And it's beautiful too, because there's also a fire dance too. So like the natives mm. really incorporated all the elements into different things in their lives. And you are right, there were fire keepers. I don't know which tribes though, because I cannot name all of them, but there was a lot of them that did. And it was just, it was beautiful because there were times where too, if there was a fire that broke out because of lightning or something, they took it as the gods are trying to talk to them or the spirits are trying to talk to them. And mm -hmm. if it was endangering them, they would try to find out a way to dissolve it. But they actually would allow it to burn because like I said in the earlier parts too, where things were reborn from the fire. So yeah, it's just, yeah. it's a beautiful thing either way. And that's where fire is very misunderstood. Yeah. And I think, so there's that kind of at a collective level, I think the wildland firefighters are trying to understand and participate in that process. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think there's, th people are opening up to it. That's, yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. They're not as rigid, I've noticed. Because, like, mm -hmm. the other day I was wearing my pinnacle out in public, and I was wearing it to work, and I forgot to take it off because I work at a nursing home. And um, I wore it to work, and one of the – it's funny that you're a firefighter. He actually stopped me, and he's like, what's that? And I looked at him, and I'm like – um nothing and he's like no 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 let me see mm. it and so i pulled it out and we had a good 15 minute conversation about it and his son's looking over at us or his father's looking at us like you guys good <laughs> like yeah. you just saw like a completely different side to a firefighter than you normally would yeah. they're very more they're a lot yeah. more open than they used to be yeah 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 so it's happening yeah it's beautiful and and it's uh i i love the idea of expanding beyond that too i think our society is opening up our world is opening up i yeah. think there's a level of consciousness that it is uh, rising you know and i i think it the vibration of our planet is definitely changing yeah and changing fast too but i i especially yeah. love how you how you said that um, you know, the clients like from the firefighters that you work with, that they have tried everything that uh, the pharmaceutical industry has pushed on them or the regular kind of therapies and it's not working. And then they come to you for the, well, the weird stuff, as you call it, um, which mm -hmm. is a great compliment. And, you know, then it actually helps and then they are actually able to heal. It, it's just, you know, it's, it just shows what uh, what is actually natural and what you know goes against nature, and it's just for for profit, really. Yeah, yeah, and I think the the biggest thing that's coming through is like the the idea through all of this is that we're in charge of our reality that everything is in the mind, everything, every single thing, everything's in the mind. And so, uh, that's one of the things that I would say is 
through this alternative healing is, is helping people come back to that idea that, oh, I'm in charge of my mind, therefore my reality, or therefore my results. And understanding how to use the mind in a way that we can go back to those past events. And I think traditional therapy in one way is going to, it's so amazing at like digging up things and like, oh, this is the problem. See you later. I think traditional therapy is really, yeah. really powerful at that. And sometimes therapy is amazing for people. I, I really don't want to knock therapy at all because it's really important. And sometimes people need to transmute that thing that they found in therapy and therapists may not know how to do that or even understand the word transmute. And so that's what we do with the mental emotional release uh, process is we actually go back through people's timelines and we go back to the root cause of the actual problem, you know, and it could be, for instance, I love this story because it's so powerful and that it's so the silliest things as a child can really change our whole life. And that one of my clients, um, and I can't remember like his, the main belief, but it was the event was his mother, like squishing a piece of cake in his face when it was really young, like two or three years old. And, you know, that's kind of harmless. That's kind of a thing, but it like built this whole belief around like, I'm unlovable or I'm not, you know, something so deep. Oh, that wow. was just that one event created so many things. And he was, he was struggling with alcohol and, and drug addiction and things like that. And it, it really came down to that. Like I'm unlovable. Like that was the thing. That was the actual problem. Not there were so many other things in life that wasn't the problem at all. The problem is that he believed I'm unlovable. And as soon as we change that, it's like somebody's whole life is going to change. So again, it comes back down to this intention and learning to use our mind and being in charge of our reality because it's not the things out there. It's not the things on TV. It's not the commercials. It's not the social media. You are in charge of your reality and that's empowerment. Like that's how we change our lives is come back to that. Like, wow, I did create this problem. I'm in charge and I'm going to change it. Yeah. The mind is a powerful thing and that's, you know, that's why everybody's always trying to, to influence the mind or trying to, to change your mind on, you know, mm -hmm. certain things, whatever, whatever that may be. Um, and that may also be why some people still feel that, that disconnect, you know, they say seeing is believing, but some people even when they see it, when they experience it, they still hmm. just refuse to believe it. I mean, I understand some things are just too, too great, too, too big to, um, to really grasp. But I mean, it, it has literally been proven that you create your own reality. You manifest, you manifest your own reality. I mean, there have been, um, even like government organizations who have done rigorous studies into that and have come out with papers that can be found. I mean, parts redacted, of course, but like it can be found and it is written down that it's true. You create your own reality. You know, the, the age old saying of you can do anything if you set your mind to it. Well, it's because you can, because that's how 
powerful yeah. we are. But I mean, the the right, <clears throat> excuse me, medicine use, if you will, helps with that too. Because you know, especially in this, like, what are we living in? Like industrial, post-industrial worlds where, like, the whole society is just so rushed and focused on that that quick fix or the quick money maker yeah. or everything has to be has to be now everything instant gratification but that's that may be relief for a bit but it's not gonna it's not gonna heal you know like you said there it's not healing any any deeper problems and i'm i'm also very happy to hear that therapists like that who will actually get to the bottom of it and then you know help you heal whatever it is me too uh, i'm glad there's I, people out there like that they are becoming more prevalent as well um you know it's no longer you're just you know laying down on the couch and you know the the sigmund freud wannabe on the chair is you know asking about your mother and <laughs> whatever mm -hmm. like it's it's really being taken serious and you know i just i i love to see that and that's you know medicine is such a a big role with that as well and something that we really haven't talked about on the the podcast yet not not into depth no, at least yeah and that's why i'm glad that i'm here because it's like i wish there were people more like thomas in my area because it's like mm. this would do wonders wonders for the military especially with everything yeah. that they've had to go through i mean if it yeah. if it works for for you know firefighters who you know fight against nature or you know try to control the power of nature then i imagine the military like benefiting from that as well yeah a lot absolutely. of them would a lot of them would and that's where it sucks because if Thomas was in my area, I'd be like, hey, guys, you got to check out this dude. He's absolutely <laughs> freaking fantastic. Yeah, but you would. You'd, well, yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, he's out of my network. Yeah. Well, you know, the beautiful thing is that uh, time and space doesn't exist. Mm. Yeah. I mean, um, Ingwas in the in the chat also made a great comment about it. Um, the philosophy of Ooh, perspectivism: reality is shaped by the beholder; hence, there is no shared reality. It's true. Yeah, and actually, our... go ahead. Yeah, and what you were saying, I wonder. I wonder. Um you said i can't remember exactly the way you said it but it's you have to see it to believe it and actually I, I think i would flip that you have to believe it to see it and i think like our beliefs are that powerful that it literally shapes our reality like what we believe and and thank you for for that comment um the perspectivism it's so true yeah love that oh that's that's a good one because by believing it you are making it a reality you are manifesting and it and therefore yeah. are able oh shit yeah yeah so Maybe let me let me break this down a little bit yeah Sorry. let me break this 
can I break this down a little bit more? Yeah, no, please do. From an integrative psychology perspective, we call this, um, we, we have the conscious mind, which is like our ego or our persona, like who we act like, um, you know, our conscious mind, how we think, how we write, how we focus on things. It's about 5% of our mind, okay? So I want you to take that in first, like about 5% of our mind is who we think we are. <laughs> the rest of it is our unconscious. And then we have our highest self, which we can definitely talk. We, we need to talk about highest self too in, in depth. But the unconscious mind is like all of our beliefs, all of our memories, our values, our stories, who we, who like our body. So it's much, it's a deep, deep level. It's all the things you're unaware of. And so what happens is the unconscious mind gets about 20 million bits of information per second. So it's just raining information on your nervous system, right? So 20 million bits. Now for you to have a coherent reality, your unconscious mind has to filter through your values, through your experiences, through your beliefs, through who you think you are all the way down to 126. So we go from 20 million bits of information in our body to 126 that we're aware of. That means you're seeing literally a decimal of reality. That's with our physical eyes, with our or with our sensory perceptions. And so this idea of healing, I think the best way I can break it down is that we're just going to change your reality with it. You don't know I mean it's it's not so much. Yes, there's healing, but it's more like we're just going to change the 126 bits you're aware of, and all the other stuff that just disappears. So that is a higher level idea of like healing through the mind is that we're just going to change your reality. That's it. And we have to do it through beliefs and we have to do it through the mind and the body is going to take some time to adjust to that and heal. Wow. That's one I have to, I have to think about. That's one I have to, I have to let sink in for a moment, but yeah, man. Yeah. My brain just imploded on itself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me, <laughs> I have me no too. words. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to keep this going, trying to prevent yeah. dead air, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> of things to, to say or to ask in, in follow up of this. Yeah. But I'm coming. I mean, blind, everything honestly. that he said that in this podcast so far, it's like the questions that I've had. And I'm like, well, there goes that one. <laughs> Crap, there goes that one. Shit, <laughs> running out of questions. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, well, like I said, we should probably talk about the highest self, right? Like the yeah. highest self uh, from, and I'm sh I know like, there's so many cultures. It's pretty much everywhere. Even the, the yogic traditions with Atman and Brahman and all these things, Holy Spirit, Christianity, I, I would I would consider the highest self. Sure. To me, the highest self is like this perfected, perfect parental spirit that is you at like the highest vibration the highest level and if we go as above so below or all is one that this highest self is actually it's it could be considered god honestly that's the way i see it but it's also like the highest version of you and so we can connect with our highest self oh we can actually bring in the highest self oh i think i think we lost him we'll keep going fire Fay. So the the high we can connect to the highest self, 
And one of the processes I love so much is that we actually do higher self therapy. So what happens with this is it's so fast. That's one of the things is that this is such a powerful process where we ask the unconscious mind to get in touch with the problem. Like, okay, there's anger. Let's, let's just start with anger. The anger is in the body somewhere. The unconscious mind knows exactly where it is in the neurology and the nervous system. So we ask the unconscious mind, okay, get in touch with that anger. Get in touch with the very first time you got angry, the root cause, even if that's a past life or genealogical or whatever it is, get in touch with that. And then we ask the body to just light it up, to like surround it in the light. And then, you know, I ask my angels to, or my guides to speak to that person's highest self. And I ask their highest self to dissolve it. And the highest self comes down into the body and, and performs a healing. And what's so powerful about this process is that the baggage or the black darkness or whatever you want to call it, the you know, I think baggage is the best way I can explain it or beliefs or, or emotions get dissolved. And then the highest self brings in a lesson. So it fills in that space with the light. And usually it's just like that anger wasn't even mine to carry. That was like seven generations ago. And the person is so congruent in that it's such a, a deep seated belief at that, like immediately it's, it's so fast that they change the reality on their anger. They change, you know, this is how fast it happens is that, okay. And we've been talking about fire so much. It's like the fire just dissolved it. And now some air came in to bring in a lesson and the water is going to come in to bring a healing. And then you're going to ground into this idea that like, wow, the anger's not even mine. I think it's gone. And so powerful. The highest self can do that. I have a favor to ask of you guys. One of the viewers just messaged me. She is hard of hearing in the deaf community. She's having a hard time understanding us because there's no subtitles. Is there a way that we could speak a little bit slower for her? Oh, yeah. yes, absolutely. I know, Thank you. I know exactly who you are talking about. So that is yeah. no problem yeah. at all. That's she no told me don't ask, but you know me, I'm still going to ask. So yeah, this one's for you, little girl. We got you. Yeah, we want to honor you, sister. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I will I will um, try and slow down a bit. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I just I felt like we should include her, too. Yes. Yeah, no, ab absolutely. Uh, you know, I like I said, I know who you are talking about, and hmm. I do not mind. She is, well, she's your darling, really. So uh, yeah, she's she's my little baby witch. So <laughs> your little witchling, yes. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So, question that that I have, like, um, what is your opinion about everyone using uh, or saying that they have used, um, like psychedelics? for example, like mm. mushrooms mm. or uh, like you mentioned previously before, uh, like ayahuasca too. There's also you know, peyote. You need to also include peyote. Just mm -hmm. any any of, of those. I mean, they are natural. They are natural, you know, psychedelics or psychotropics. But do you yeah. believe that, that you can actually heal yourself with that? Or is that more um like a kind of a gateway that's that those things open your 
open your mind or open you up to the healing because it seems yeah. and this this may be more of a um a new age community thing but it seems that everybody nowadays you know they take a bit of lsd they do a ayahuasca ceremony or you know just um microdose mushrooms and they're like oh now i am so enlightened and i see the truth but isn't mm. that just medicating yourself in a different way but yeah yeah i i love this question because um it's it's a personal journey i've been through i think psychedelics are very important to our spiritual growth and i think there's yes you can absolutely heal yourself yes and i do believe that there's a limit to that sometimes for some people and what i think is that the psychedelics well number one you need the right set and setting and not just like this is a nice place like no you need to have a shaman you need to have a guide like I strongly suggest you don't do these things alone unless you're a very strong like person into energy and you know how to actually set energy and create grids. So because to me, I would consider these medicines sky medicines. So we're going into a different dimension and now we're opening up the realms to, well, anything. So you need to have very strong boundaries with energy and have a guide. And I think for me, the biggest thing is if people have a lot of trauma, these things can absolutely heal trauma, but they may need some mental emotional work before psychedelics would be a good idea. Otherwise, sometimes they have a really um, psychedelics, Let's put it this way. The process I just talked about with higher self therapy is kind of like a scalpel and psychedelics is like a hammer, <laughs> which is powerful. Okay. Yeah. That's so okay. it's going to yeah. get the job done and it might be a rough ride, right? Might be a rough it's ride. It's a little bit more intense. Yeah. Which is some people that's the path for them. And I, I think the biggest thing is having the right people around you and the right process and for the right reasons. And I think to kind of wrap this question up is that the, I, I'm not totally sold on doing um, these medicines over and over and over again. I think multiple times is great. And then understanding that the simple act of putting something in your body is actually telling your unconscious mind that you're not in touch with God in a way, or that I'm not one with the universe because I need this sacred plant to come into my body to create an effect so I connect with spirit. No, you're already connected with spirit. And actually your mind can do exactly what ayahuasca does. It's just a belief that you can't probably. So I think it's like a way of opening that door. And then I think the next level of mastery is learning to do it without the medicines. You know, that's what I'm trying to get at is like, there's a level, they're super important. And the next level is that now let's do it without the medicine or the, the ingestion of something and see if you can do it without it. That's the next level of mastery to me. So I think they're a perfect 
stepping stone. Yeah. It okay. helps with healing too. Like you're hitting oh, it because yeah. like one of the viewers, can you post it, hon? He's saying that we're hitting the head on it. Um, yeah, setting and guidance are quite important. That's that's true. I is, and that's where it's like you know everything you're saying just makes sense, you know. And yeah, I mean they're not just you know, things or rituals that you do on an average Saturday night because you're you know you're bored and you don't have anything to do. You don't take a hit of mushrooms and then I'd prefer not to watch, see my demons in the reality. <laughs> no, yeah. but that's. That's that's another thing you yeah. you hear quite quite often because as Thomas said, it opens the door to everything. And you know indeed everything, not just higher but lower as well. And yeah. I don't need to see those things in the reality. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I think actually there's an aspect to this I I I, I want to make sure I hit on is that and I think the the way of like doing these medicines or even meditation or qigong or things like too much where it's like you're going into the sky medicine or meditation, prayer, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it too much, specifically with the, with these sacred medicines or with any spiritual path. It's like there's you the the light can blind you just as much as the darkness. And I've had this experience myself where I'm going into the light with these practices so much that it creates this polarity and it flips. And I found myself in the darkness, like, Oh shit, what just happened? And it's actually yeah. because it's, it's a classic kind of light bringer, right? This idea that too much light is actually, well, it's spiritual bypassing, right? Yeah. Spiritual, you know, and that's the thing is that, there's the polarity, but there's also the spiritual bypassing of like, we came here to be humans. Like we came here to be a human being and that's really important. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what you hear a lot in the more new age. Um, Cause the new age is also like very much into like those kinds of shamanistic shamanistic I guess, uh, practices, but they are living so much up here that they forget to live down here. They are so, like they are busying themselves so much with needing to reach enlightenment and having to feel enlightened and usually through, you know, partaking in these ceremonies or these kinds of psychedelics or psychotropics and you yeah you really nailed it when you said that it is creating just another dependency it's creating just another physical dependency you're basically just doing the same thing but with a more well natural medicine if you will yeah yeah and i i think it comes back down to this seven ways to medicine of you know we go into the sky medicine of course we need that medicine sometimes like but we need to come down to the mother earth and ground into our feet and to me that process is like 
okay, how are you going to integrate those lessons? How are you going to, how are you going to integrate those lessons and actually walk the path in your human body? What action are you going to take? What goals are you going to set? Where are you going to focus? What are you going to do? And I, I think the, it's all about at that point, coming back to the center and integrating all of these directions. And I love that comment that just came up of, you know, light and dark is not linear hundred percent. It's, it's, um, I think of the yin and yang symbol for so long, I thought it was static, but then I had this realization, no, it's actually movement. The yin and yang is spinning and it's this continuous light and dark. And so I think yeah. when we focus so much on the light, like we can only be in the light, we can only be in the light. We're actually making the darkness stronger too. And that's kind of where we get into that. Like we get these huge dichotomies, huge dichotomies that really can disrupt us when it's about accepting the full spectrum. I love that comment. Thank you. So coming back to the center is really coming back into our heart connection bringing in these sacred directions, the elements, and just like coming back to center inside the body and being embodiment, right? It's this path of embodiment of coming down into the body with all these lessons and all these powerful medicine experiences, and then breathing and being connected to that, to that humanity, which like you're saying, I think the new age is kind of like this demonizing the body or the human experience when actually being human is probably the most spiritual thing you could ever do is like being in this yeah. body and actually it's, like accepting that. I think that's yeah. the hardest part for a lot of people is to accept yeah. the body that they have because yeah. I know I struggled with it for years until yeah. I met Fox, you know, I struggled it's, for years with my self image. Yeah. But I think it's, yes. It's very new age Gnosticism. Like the physical world is evil. The physical world is bad. Like enlightenment is where it is. And you have to reach enlightenment. You have to reach those higher states by any means possible and preferably 24 seven. Well, I mean, that's, it's, that's, that's fine if you, if you think like that but we are still i don't want to say stuck but like we are still in this physical we are body. stuck we are stuck whether you want to believe yeah. it or not we are stuck yeah i mean and I, I think those those people are like extra stuck if you will like they are stuck in a physical body but also like mentally stuck in the the upper echelons the higher um the higher realms but yeah. like mentally, not even spiritually, but more mentally, it's more more like a mental illness that they or obsession that they have to be there because you know physical bad. Ooh, no. Yeah, yeah, and I think this this idea of dichotomies and it's so interesting because we there's these huge dichotomies that we we can't control like night and day hot cold light dark those are completely out of our control but then we create we actually create a lot of dichotomies inside of our mind and those dichotomies we can control like so somebody might have a dichotomy of i'm either really rich or i'm really poor 
So now in your life, you're going to experience these really highs and these really big lows in your business or in your work or whatever it is. So if we can actually change, change the uh, dichotomy to abundance and joy or something like that, like this, we can actually do a process. We can talk about that. Um, working with great spirit we can actually change our dichotomies in our mind. And it's such a powerful process. And the reason why, and I think exactly what this person is talking about is, is the, the dualism, this left and right, um, hot, cold, light, dark, these, these dichotomies, there's actually this idea called union of opposites or uncreation, or there's a, there's a lot of ways to talk about this, but these dichotomies, if you kind of, raise the vibration or go to the higher level of both of both sides of a dichotomy they become one and usually it's a higher level idea it's a higher level understanding and so like you know light and dark a higher vibration that might unite them might be love right what is unifying yeah. you know might be love and so when we can tap into these these union of opposite ideas and actually understand the dichotomies from a higher perspective, we can break them or not break them, but learn to accept them for what they are. And, you know, I think the light and dark is so important because yeah, I think when people hear darkness or evil, you know, to me, it's just having an intention with energy. That's not good. Right. Not good. That's not the right word, but like that's harmful. You know, but when we understand that the darkness is actually our biggest ally in so many ways, and the darkness brings us the light, the darkness brings us so many lessons. And like when we go through a dark night of the soul or some sort of thing in the body is happening, it's like it's actually bringing you a lesson for you to grow. And that, so the darkness to me is just as important as the light. And it, it teaches is. us to love and accept ourselves, right? Like that's it. If, it, if we had to boil everything down, it's like love and accept yourself. That's it. I yeah. know it sounds so simple, but that like um, Fireface said, like, that's the one that's hard. I think that's what everybody in life is working on. Love and accept yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's true. And, you know, these are, well, more darker times than uh, our you know, our parents or our, our grandparents, well, maybe not our grandparents, but most certainly our parents have uh, have lived through. But uh, then again, I have heard so many people say, and like quotes from pretty much everybody, I don't even know how many, but that these are the perfect times to, to reach that enlightenment because there is so much darkness around you and we are constantly yeah. being plunged into that darkness apparently just like just today or just this this week or i don't even know but another war kicked off okay mm. uh I, I didn't even know i you know i didn't even realize we were done with the the previous one yet um yeah. but you know so these are times that you are going to have to learn to accept yourself and to to love yourself because you're going to get confronted with everything. Yeah, like, and like so much from from outside and so much trying to 
to penetrate into your energetic field, trying to penetrate into your aura, trying to, well, trying to creep into your mind that mm. you're going to have to learn to be strong. And the only way to yeah. do that is by, by acceptance, by love. And I mean, there's like also this meme going around and especially uh, for, you know, for the guys listening, for the guys watching that when, when we like, don't know what to do anymore, we just, you know, shrug and say, it is what it is. Yeah. And it, it may be a bit oversimplified and, but it's not a expression of powerlessness. Like we have just by, by saying that we have like basically accepted whatever it may be the way it is. It's like, ah, well, we can't change it. Can't do anything about it. It is what it is. We'll just, yeah. we'll just go with the flow. We'll just roll with it see how it ends if we can bring it to a uh, a proper ending yeah yeah uh i'm getting a question from the audience uh something about psychedelic therapy and i think um i don't know who this is obviously it's not on my text thread or something but um somebody's asking about um psychedelic therapy and like the new way that it's happening in the states mm -hmm. And I think my answer to this is that um, the I'm not sure the therapists are necessarily the right qualified people to do that kind of work. Yeah, mm -hmm. because of the energy and that they're kind of materialistic. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I hope that answered somebody's question that was just coming through for me. Um, so there's so many places we can go on this like do you have any more questions for me um gosh we have touched on so many yeah so many we went things really already yeah i know i know we went just this. than i thought <laughs> yeah well i yeah. i love it yeah. i love i absolutely love that the deeper the better i don't i don't want to stay superficial i want to go down to to where it yeah. really matters, to what really matters. Like there, there are enough shows and enough people already who are satisfied with, you know, just floating on the surface a little. But as you know, many of our uh, our fans, many of our listeners, many of our watchers know, we try to go as as deep as uh, as we can. Oh, this is a good one. From yeah. Ingwas again, can narcissism be cured? Hmm. That is a really tough question. And I think the best way I can answer this is uh, for all healing to come to happen for somebody. Let's just be really clear what healing is. Like, I'm not a healer. I don't believe that. I think I'm, I guide people anybody that's a healer, they guide people through their own healing process. So mm -hmm. people heal themselves. That's the only way. And from that point of view, the person that wants to be, the person has to want to be cured, but they also have to come to the point that the understanding, they have to come to cause that I created this. So for a narcissist to come to the point that like, I actually created this problem, 
that's a tough one because without coming to that awareness or that consciousness that I created this problem that I'm hurting people with the way I am or whatever it is well, without that awareness, I don't, I'm not sure they're going to change, you know, it's up to them. So but, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Wouldn't that awareness be the cure itself? Cause narcissism, yeah. a, a narcissist would believe like honestly believe it's it's you know his or her truth that you know they're not sick there is nothing wrong with them they don't have to be right. cured because there is nothing to cure so right i'd i'd say that just by by coming to that understanding in the first place um yeah it may not like uh, they may not be fully healed, but at least that insight is a major step towards it. Yeah. But it's it's a damn good question. But <laughs> it's very, a really good one. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah. Very hard one too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah. Thank you for that question. I appreciate it. He's yeah. he's always coming with those great comments and <laughs> great questions <laughs> and. You've got a great audience, brother. These questions and these comments have been amazing. Like, thank you, people listening. Just, you're incredible. Love it. Oh yeah, I mean, I that's that's why I that's it's one of the reasons why I love doing the show and why I like always try to to find the most interesting guests possible because <laughs> I I know my audience and it's just because I'm interested in this as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I have had uh, quite some experiences with, um, you know, pharmaceutical drugs with synthetic uh, drugs, uh, like from the age of like six to, till I was like 20, 21, maybe I was prescribed medication for certain things. Um, but they never really helped me, especially the ones that I took uh, the last six years. All it did was make me make me feel dull, make me feel drowsy. Basically, I I was the Walking Dead because I had no mm -hmm. energy for anything. Mm -hmm. But the well problem which I took them for. It didn't get it didn't get resolved. It was still there. Yeah. Everything else was dulled, and I, you know, certain side effects were just incredibly annoying and really, really bad for me. I was like absolutely not healthy back then. But honestly, ever since I quit and. I don't recommend this to anyone, but I quit cold turkey. Just, you know, from one day to the next, I stopped mm -hmm. taking them completely. May not have been the smartest decision I have ever made. Then again, I was 20 years old. Name me one 21, 20 year old, you know, male, female who is making wise decisions. They are very little. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's what you're, that's what you're young for. You can be, you know, to be old and why she got to be young and dumb first um <laughs> but you know ever since i 
I stopped and just worked on it myself, just, you know, through willpower and all, it all went so much better because, you know, like uh, speaking of dependency, I didn't want to be dependent on those medications to alleviate or control or fix whatever problem I had because as long as the medications supposedly did that for me, I would never learn any th anything from it besides if you're taking your pill today. So, I mean, I never really tried any other kind of natural medicine. I mean, I, I some CBD here and there and um, went to some holistic shops and tried some supplements and all, but I believe the best medicine is, well, first of all, just a healthy diet and you know regular exercise that helps too that's great medicine yeah yeah sounds like you found your medicine and that's in, so beautiful yeah in the end and, i most certainly did yeah yeah and what's coming up for me that i'd like to explore is just the placebo effect in that the i think the best oh. study i can i can cite here that is so powerful is um they did um, false knee surgery experiments where basically, mm -hmm. you know, everybody came into the experiment, group A and group B, group, everybody had knee pain, like severe knee pain. And mm. um, it, was a, it wasn't like a huge surgery, but I think it was like cleaning under a kneecap or something like something not like total reconstructive, but pretty serious no. knee surgery as, as it is. Yeah. Um, so group A, they did the actual surgery. And then group B, they just you know, they basically cut them open and sewed them back up. They did nothing. And what they found is that the people that got the false surgery actually healed faster, had better results, had um, way less pain. Like those people healed better. So really? there's, yes, yes. Um, one wow. of the other things from World War One. this is one of the other things I love about hypnosis, um, World War One on the front lines, there was a point in Europe where they ran out of anesthesia and they ran out of painkillers for surgeries and amputations. And so the, the medical doctors, they turned to hypnosis and they started getting better results. The soldiers were healing faster from these amputations, from these surgeries, just instead of using these drugs, they were using hypnosis for um, basically to numb the body. So there's these so many stories like that you know that's a historical fact of world war one mind-blowing that's why dentistry was like kind of people you know everybody was like dentists are quacks well because they used hypnosis and not actual laughing gas or whatever for a long long time so oh, the wow. placebo to me is is like it's about what you believe and if you believe that that medication or that you know herbal remedy or if you believe that the thing's going to heal you well guess what you just created that reality and it is going to heal you and so there's a lot That's of power amazing. 
Yeah, it's it's the placebo effect. And we have to look at the other side. We have to look at the other the dichotomy of it. There is a nocebo. So when you think something is harming you, if you read an article that says this thing, this food is really bad for you, then you go and eat that food. Like, guess what? It's going to be bad for you because you believe because that article said, right? So this is the, the yeah. times we live in. We have to really be careful. Like, oh, what do I actually believe in this? I have to not just discernment, but like what? What are you what are you allowing into your belief systems? Because it is going to again affect you in such a way in the placebo or nocebo. And uh, placebo is huge. It's everything, you know, it's the way prayer works, honestly. To me, that's what's happening is um, you know, miracle and placebo work. I don't know what other way to describe yeah. it. No, it's mm -hmm. it's true just by believing that, you know, that prayer will you know will result in your healing will result in the betterment of you or you know whomever mm -hmm. or whatever you are praying for um you know it's it's manifestation it's placebo it's just by believing it you're making it that reality and yeah like it's such a fascinating thing i actually just listened to a um a podcast the other day they were talking about um about that as well and also with uh with pregnancies for example like there have been women you know in the past and present that like really to their core believe that they are pregnant even though they are not like there is no fruits growing in their womb but because they like they are so convinced that they are pregnant, they are starting to show signs of pregnancy. Their belly yeah. grows and all of that. And that's it's just so fascinating how and, and such a amazing example of how strong yeah. the mind actually is and how great the influence of the mind on the physical body even is like if you yeah. can as a, as a woman a a natural woman i should say i should specify which is so sad uh <laughs> that if you can well basically think yourself into being pregnant like having all the the symptoms like damn that's powerful because pregnancy i mean you know i have two kids myself or well three actually you know another son with um with firefate steps on really but so i i know how pregnancy is i know like what what a toll it takes on the body and like at the same time how beautiful it is but if you really as a woman can think yourself into pregnancy or you know like just the placebo effect however you want to take it it's like i'm surprised there isn't more research being done for it being done into the topic of the placebo effects yeah. because it's yeah it's it's proof of how 
how powerful the mind is. Like with knee surgery, I mean, I got two bad knees myself, you know, 10 years as a cook, that'll happen. Mm. Um, and being 30 years old, you know. Um, but like just through the placebo effect and really nothing else, they healed better. They healed faster. <laughs> that's 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 amazing. That's yeah, so yeah. I I think the the person that is doing the most research in this is Dr. Sorry, who you cut out there for a moment? And this is a name that we uh, we should catch. Oh, um, Dr. Dr. Joe Dispenza. Uh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Let's see if we're on time yet. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah. He's a very powerful um, neuroscientist. Uh, now chiropractor. His story is incredible. I mean, um, obviously I can't speak for the man. He's on a million podcasts, but his story <laughs> is amazing. The way he, um, he, was in a bicycle accident and shatters his shattered his spine. And the doctor ah. said, well, you're never going to walk again. So we're going to put this rod in your back. And he said, no. So he laid in his hospital bed and he imagined putting his spine back together every single day of every waking moment until about six weeks later, he walked out of the hospital. And ever since then, he's been doing research on miraculous healings. And so, yeah, Dr. Joe Dispenza is just a wealth of knowledge. He has a book called The Placebo Effect. Um, but his workshops, they're finally getting a lot of university and a lot of people involved in like the research aspect of it. And it is absolutely changing the um, it's changing the medical industry, honestly. There's some things coming out like the latest paper they published was about um, there's they they found a protein that's generated just from meditation that is like boosts the immune system like so but the other things they're finding like in these workshops these seven day meditation workshops people are been in a wheelchair for five years ten years twenty years and they're standing up and walking out. Um, people healing cancers and all sorts of things. And not just like, oh, I feel better this weekend. No, they went home, got their scans done, and the cancer's gone. Like the doctor's like, well, yeah, there must have been a mistake because you don't have cancer. Like, but we can't explain that. Um, and it's not like wow. once or twice. This is, um, and it's going up. So now it's like five to six to seven people per workshop are having that level of a healing. So, I mean, what Dr. Joe talks about is like, if you can think your way into an illness, you can think your way out of it. Yeah. And it's not so much thinking, but it's believing, I would say, believing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's just that placebo is a deep, deep subject and it is powerful. And it, um, I mean, like you said, it can make you believe in your physical body that you're pregnant. Like what else can your mind do? Just about anything, honestly, just about anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it can heal your spine, like Jesus, your spine, we're talking the thing that like yeah. literally keeps you upright. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Like, how did that happen? And he said he worked every single day and he like kept putting back his spine and, and 
there was all these doubts and fears and worries that come up, but he said the last time that he did it, he got through the visualization perfectly with no bad thoughts, no negative thoughts, no anything. And that's when it was just like healed. And he, he got up at that point. Wow. Um, I, it's just, yeah. So he's been trying to understand that and they have been doing brain scans. So if people are interested, you've got to see this stuff because they've been doing the brain scans of these people having miraculous healings and they can basically predict it now. They'll say, okay, now their their brain waves are going delta, then theta. And and I'm not the researcher, so I might get this a little off, but it's like, you know, they're gonna go into delta, theta, and they're gonna start going into these gamma waves. But then what happens is that the entire brain starts firing gamma gamma wave patterns, which would be like a static but it's not just a part of the brain, it's the entire brain. And it's actually not ever been recorded. It's like way off the charts of like possibility. The whole brain is firing once at one like vibration basically. And these people are having mystical experiences of God, of light, of these healings happening. And so there's, there's physical scientific evidence in the brain that like, this is what's happening. And it looks different but similar to psychedelics right and that's what's it's so mm -hmm. interesting it's so cool that whole arena of dr joe spins is like is 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 so um empowering and powerful and i think that's where you know we get into the wim hoffs you know wim hoff like he's proving mm -hmm. um you can be in control of your automatic automatic nervous system 100 percent so it's not just you're in charge yeah. of reality, you're in charge of your physiology too. Like, wow. I know, about, stuff, I know about Wim Hof. I mean, especially because, you know, because he's Dutch, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I really, oh yeah. And he is like, he's giving workshops as well. He's, he's doing like full weekend retreats and all. And I mm -hmm. should, I should so join them because like they're right here in my home home country like they're right here in the yeah. Netherlands so I I basically have no excuse not to go so I guess I should <laughs> book myself yeah. on the next one but yeah, yeah like he, he is just he, he actually popped up in my mind as well when you talked about it he is just another like amazing example and he has done it you know in the hospital while being like all wired up and and everything and the doctors told him like you know bim this you know it's cool that you that you think you can do this but like there's there's no way there's no way you can <laughs> you can heal yourself from this so but don't worry we're we're going to be here just in case or just in case like we're going to be here because there's no way and bim said okay watch me mm -hmm. and they did and he proved them wrong. Yeah. And, you know, called call Iceman because, like, he'll sit in, like, he'll swim under ice in just, like, just his swimming trunks and be perfectly fine. Or, yeah. you know, just just with, like, shorts and, and, and shoes and gloves, he'll climb up a, like, a, a mountain to... Yeah, like where on on where there is snow, like the full peaks, and he'll just sit there yeah. and meditate. Yeah. And he's perfectly fine while all of us are freezing our 
butts off and we're like okay yeah. when can we go back down and he's just like nah this is cool this is okay i'm good <laughs> yeah but and yeah he'll just, say hey man it's all my mind it's all in your mind that's it yeah he's because yeah. whim is amazing I mean, it, it, whim is, it is and there's there are so many people who have proven that that it's all in the mind i mean it's done at you know at the highest levels of of sports you know those high level yeah. athletes they they are taught to to meditate they are taught to visualize their victory i know that with um like gymnastics for example they will visualize their their full routine like to perfection and once they have um perfected it mentally if they once they have perfected it in their mind's eye then they actually go on the bars right. and do it physically and then you know yeah. it's just just but that also yeah. just proves once again how important your mind is how much you can can see with your mind's eye how much you can visualize with it yeah yeah and i think that's a um uh, there's another study with bodybuilders and i don't know if they're bodybuilders but people working out and they were just visualizing themselves working out and they they achieved more muscle mass just from visualizing working out like i think it was bicep curls they increased their bicep um, muscle by, and it was smaller, you know, it was like 10 or 12% compared to actually working out, which is a lot higher, but, but oh, but, but they still, did. I mean, yeah. So well, and I think that's a lesson we can all take into our life is like, okay, did I actually visualize like the thing that I'm about to do in the right way? Am I actually thinking about it the right way before I execute? You know, I think that's a huge lesson for everybody to take to actually take that time yeah well yeah. boys you heard it here first you can cancel the gym membership <laughs> and just start visualizing it <laughs> no that's not true you know you got to work out but it's amazing yeah would have, yeah. Would have been yeah yeah would have been cool visualization would have worked but i mean like i mean you'll get something you, you'll get something yeah but if you want to you know grow big and strong or just you know be lean and ripped you still kind of <laughs> still got to hit the gym but visualization it helps it helps yes it yeah helps get there yeah. so there's um i do i do want to make sure i mention before i forget i do have um free meditations on um spotify and itunes wherever you listen to music they're there um all you got to do is search for seven ways to medicine and these guided meditations are so powerful i can all i can say is um during the recording process there is a lot of ceremony involved a lot of prayer and i hadn't heard the music before i haven't heard i never heard the music until i got to the studio um with the, this beautiful artist haley um and so she we did the prayer work we did the ceremony uh, music as medicine and we uh we i listened to the song once and then I said, okay, you got to hit record. Like you got to hit record. Let's go now. And um, the guided meditations, we recorded each track one time. So there's a lot of energy and I can, t I listen to them once in a while and I'm like, oh, I need, I need some water or, or I, I need some, some fire or something. Mm -hmm. 
I've I've had this experience twice now where I listen to the water and Oh, there we go again, touching on, on things that are too important. I guess I am trying to find it, Seven Wisdom Medicine. You can find his, uh, his website in the description box down below, of course. I don't know if it's actually on there. But otherwise, just look it up. Guided meditations for a lot of people, they work. For some people, they they won't. But um, sounds like Thomas is on some powerful stuff. I hope his connection. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, we're talking I'm here. on to. Yeah. yeah, everything we're, that we're touching is going. Uh, it's going too deep. It's going too well. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, the meditations are all. Go ahead. Uh, so they are on. Are they on your website? Because I do. No, they're not on the website. But if you go to Spotify, you'll find them. Okay, because I, Mike's, because Fireface is gonna. She is really into the, uh, the guided meditation. That really. Oh, really she helps. will. She will love these. Yeah, she these men a different level. If you didn't get a meditation, seven ways to meditate. Let's see if we can see if we can find it. Yeah, seven ways to. Yeah, I actually found it. Seven ways to medicine. Awesome. Yeah. Calling on the. Yeah. Calling on the directions, the spirits, Mother Earth. I am going to forward this to Fire right away because she is going to absolutely yeah. love this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to share the link. I'll, I'll explain later what it actually is but she's gonna she's gonna love it she's really into the, the guided meditation and yeah especially she's so, touch on the uh, more native things so oh yeah yeah there's a lot of chanting i do a lot of work um with the hawaiian language so uh yeah there's some chanting there's energy being it's coming through like it's a really powerful experience um and they go with the book seven ways to medicine you know i got a copy right here um it's on amazon uh so the meditations are more like an experience and then the book kind of goes more intellectual and like breaks things down like okay what did you experience and it's it's a it's a powerful it's a powerful process so yeah, I'm excited to share that with you. I have all the links down in the description box down below. Of course, I just added your guided meditation uh, in there too, so that everybody may may find it and uh, awesome. can ben can benefit from it because I'm not just doing this for for myself because I find it interesting, but I I am doing this because I feel that this is 
you know, these are things, this is knowledge, these are ways that um, that we have lost, unfortunately, but that we should mm. regain, that we should share again. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, they help. We have, we have seen that throughout history, mm. modern history, ancient history. <laughs> medicine right. medicine even in just chanting or breath work you know speaking of uh like psychedelic psychotropics i have heard from so many sources that even with just proper breath work you can um release the the dmt into your into your body yeah. like you can get that that dmt high by just a, just a certain just a certain breathing technique and properly breathing so you know belly breathing or chest breathing is very shallow which is another thing that we have to relearn mm. um yeah but yeah yeah so so many things that are medicine or that's that can be medicine um yeah and i think <clears throat> one of my favorite things about this whole process is that you know, we can talk about the elements, you can, <clears throat> excuse me, we can go out in nature and experience it. <laughs> Christ, here we go again. There we go again. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's see. Are we on time yet? <laughs> yeah, we okay. are I think we're good now. Um, so how do we Go ahead. How do we actually work with the fire? Okay. How do we actually work with the fire? And one way that we do is we actually write write something on paper that's like that's bothering us. You know, we really want to be careful not using names, but like, you know, um, I'm really angry about this, or I'm feeling this, or there's this fear coming up, and then actually burning it and watching the transformation of those things happen or using breath work, you know, to change, to actually do some deep breathing and change the chemistry of our body. Or another aspect of water is to um, clear water with your intention and then like put an intention, like I want this water to um, help me do whatever throughout the day or to heal this part of my body and really like be intentional and then drink that water. Um, you know, we can do things like set a glass of water on a book overnight and then drink that water and do that for a week and you'll absorb the information of that book. Like there's amazing things we can do with water. Um, earth, we know there's a powerful process of like taking clay mm -hmm. and just allowing your body to like mold the clay into something that's bothering you. And then like, you know, really hammer, beat the shit out of it. Right. And then. <laughs> mold something that's like what you want you know like there's these processes with these these elements that we can actually do um that are really healing so so the book gets into that that stuff and and how um not to just imagine this stuff or meditate on it but like how can you actually work with the elements and you know i i think the the pagans or or other folks that are that are in like they definitely know what i'm talking about or they've done something similar and it's yeah. You know, these rituals have power. They really yeah. can change the, what's going on in your reality. So they do. I know from um, from our tribe that our Thane, Thane Josh, uh, who is in the in the comments as Child of Ash, he 
came with some of the uh, the great questions that the circular light and dark circular that's uh, yeah that's our, our thing but he has been focusing more on um blessing water like whatever mm. water he drinks to you know bless it because he is uh and he started doing that after going deep into that um that study done by the japanese scientist yeah, i don't so know his, Dr. his name yeah 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 so and uh what what he just what uh our thing basically said is that every water can be holy water not just you know whatever you get out out of the you know the church fountain like every water yeah. every every glass every drop that's that you bless that you put your your intentions into that you put that positive emotion into is holy water is blessed water has those yeah. healing properties i mean i i, I do with firefay we do a lot of um moon rituals you know with the the mm -hmm. full moon and uh, the new moon especially and we'll leave a like a jar of uh of water out overnight so that it can soak up the rays of the full moon so it can soak up the energy of the full moon and i'll use that water to like make my morning coffee with for example mm -hmm. mm, yeah so much we can do in these little simple rituals and i uh, just love it love it so important yeah and so so easy too so so simple to do like you don't need you know like the i mean it, it helps if you have like you know the ropes and the right settings and all of that you know but i mean come on it's it's, it's 2023 almost 2024 almost it's september hold on uh no october gosh we're in october already oh <laughs> uh, hate it time's going too fast um but you know even if you just put your intention into it if you just tell yourself tell the universe tell whoever wants to hear that you know this water now is blessed this water now contains the the power or the energy of the full moon or the new moon or whatever it it may be you know then it is so then you are making it so and whatever intention you put into it if you drink it again you're you know taking in that that energy like again but amplified yeah and it really is that easy yeah yes yeah, so true so powerful and just uh yeah i i want to uh respect your time and my time <laughs> and is there anything else you want to talk about um not at the moment i think we have touched on some amazing things and um a lot of knowledge has been shared a lot of a lot of tips a lot of tricks a lot of things that we can uh, further 
go into on our own time because I, of course, do encourage everyone to, uh, you know, look all these things up for yourself as well. We have given you a quick rundown of things, of our experiences, our beliefs, but, uh, you know, go experience it for yourself too. Um, so I don't really have any further questions or comments. I think this has been absolutely amazing. So uh, if you have anything that you uh, you want to share, any last words, uh, any you know anything that you want to plug, for example, um, you know here's here's your moments. Take the take the spotlight and. Okay. Let us yeah. let us know what's up. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show and for your amazing listeners and all their beautiful comments. And um, if you're interested in what I do, please, you know, go to sevenwaystomedicine.com. We have uh, retreats in Mexico. We have uh, a group, a kind of group intentional kind of magical program starting um, this winter. And I do work with private clients. So there's there's a lot of stuff going on with Seven Ways to Medicine. And um, you can find the book as well on the website or on Amazon and the guided meditations. Um, please check out the guided meditations on Spotify or Apple or wherever, wherever you get music. Uh, they're also on Insight Timer. Um, yeah, seven ways to medicine. All you have to search for the guided meditations. Those are free. And I think those will open you to, um, all the things we talked about. You will have an experience of it. So, um, yeah, please reach out if, if, uh, you're, you're looking for some help and I love you all. And thank you for your time and this beautiful conversation. Thank you for just letting me open up and share, um, the things that I have inside. So just thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And um, yeah, I pray for everybody that's listening to this or that will listen to this, that you find joy and health and happiness and love and abundance in your life. And so it is. Wow. That's, those are some beautiful last words and I am not going to, to spoil those, I'm just going to say uh, to you too, Thomas, thank you very much for coming on. It has been a pleasure. It has been amazing. Um, and yeah, I am definitely going to uh, keep an eye on your work and uh, hope you'll uh, you'll get far in this. Hope you'll uh, you'll find success and that uh, you may reach the heights that you want to reach. So thank you. And thanks to everyone who indeed came with those amazing questions and amazing comments. Uh, I love my audience. They always come with the, the best things. So uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, and yeah, everybody be well. Stay healthy. Stay on, you know. Take take the good medicine. Learn from this and take the right medicine. And mm -hmm. yeah, until next time, everyone. Thank you. See ya. <laughs>